Welcome to the Astrotherapy Podcast. I am your host, Ciela Winter, and I am thrilled to dive deep into the inner realms of provocative thought while discovering an array of astrological and psychological insights to accompany us on this quest of self-inquiry. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's podcast. Our theme for this week around the exchange of services, the exchange of our energy, the exchange of our personal resources, um, and how we can do that from an authentic place of service. So the question that we are exploring, how can I help? As someone who is oriented toward service as a life path, I am often reflecting on what to on, on to what extent I can actually help people and what kind of circumstance is required for that to be a reality. Over the years, I have learned four big lessons on this topic. Number one, I cannot actually help anyone unless I help myself first. And two, I can only help people who are also willing to help themselves because number three, you can't help anyone if you are sacrificing yourself in order to help them. And number four, if they don't want to help themselves, nobody can help them at all. So let's review these lessons together. Number one, you cannot actually help anyone unless you help yourself first. So Instagram, TikTok, et cetera, are full of these social therapists, right? They are eager to tell you what to do and how to do it. I have to wonder how many of these people are walking the talk. Some for sure and others for sure not. There's a clear distinction between regurgitating information that you have learned from a teacher only to teach or preach to others and those who have actually learned, practiced, embodied and become the very teachings that they share. So learn the difference. The first has no lasting power and is not something you want to interact with as a serious student as the education is already dead and lifeless. Like literally, it's just a regurgitation of information, but there's no vitality, there's no prana, there's no energy exchange. It's just a passing on until there's literally no energy, no nothing left except for lifeless information. Find a true teacher and you will find a new sense of aliveness within yourself. In this way, if you are helping others in any capacity without having lived the wisdom that you are passing along, it isn't wisdom at all, only plagiarism of thought, which helps no one, truly. So number two, you can only help people who are also willing to help themselves. Actually, you know, I want to go back to number one for a moment. You cannot actually help anyone unless you help yourself first. And I just want to share that I have been through this to the point of, you know, total internal humiliation where I was poised at a moment of life to teach. I've always been a teacher. I always probably will be a teacher. But there was a time in my life where I was out of integrity with myself, with God, with my Dharma, and I didn't know it. I didn't consciously know it. 
right? Unconsciously, there is a knowing, which is probably why I had a lot of anxiety and fear and tension in my body, etc. Um, but I was in a survival mode. And in order to survive, I had to show up in a particular way that I have been groomed to become a particular way. And I was there enacting a part. And at moments, I was very authentic. And it was hard for me not to be. But there were other moments where I was sharing certain information that I hadn't embodied myself. And I eventually caught myself in the act, fortunately, and was able to turn that around. And that was an intensive process for me and a very important one because without embodying the teachings that I was bringing forth, I was literally not being of service and not being useful to anyone. So I know this firsthand and it taught me a lot. So I just wanted to share that before we moved on to number two. Okay. Now you can only help people who are also willing to help themselves. Have you ever felt like you were spinning your wheels with the same advice, same words of wisdom, same conversation again and again to a friend or colleague seeking your guidance or support? I'm sure you have. It can be heartbreaking time and time again years later, maybe, where you suddenly find yourself caught in the same kind of distortion of reality because the person you are helping isn't helping themselves. Most likely, they feel they are getting help because they are asking for it, yet they are leaving the most important part of the equation behind them, action. It's the same type of scenario for the weekend warrior, psychedelic explorer, who returns again and again to ceremony without integrating their homework from the previous journey. It isn't enough to see what must change. Without taking action, there's not only no change, but a digression from possibility. So this just is super important to understand that it isn't enough to just ask for help and then kind of receive someone else's support and help, take a deep breath, sigh, take a bath and, you know, put it to bed. We actually have to do our part. We have to participate. We have to do our work to show up and change ourselves. Nobody else is going to do it for us. Nobody, nobody else can. And on the psychedelic piece, we are definitely in a new world with psychedelics, whereas, you know, five, 10 years ago, it was a much different place, um, much less accepted in the mainstream. Now it's becoming very mainstream, microdosing mushrooms, you know, every suburban mom is practically doing it at this point. Um, but, you know, for some of the the work that we do with plant medicine, we also can't just put all of the responsibility 
on these plants or on a ceremony to do the work for us. You go there to learn what it is that you need to do. The work begins after. The work begins after you become aware of what the work is. But so many people feel that the work is done just by showing up and seeing, but seeing is not enough. Okay, number three. You can't help anyone if you are sacrificing yourself in order to help them. This is so cliche. Please be sure to place your oxygen mask on before helping others. And it's true. However, this world is full of situations where this is not the case. For example, people who are in service as a means of avoiding helping themselves, right? Some are wanting to be the martyr, gathering evidence upon evidence of the sacrifices they have made for others as if they should receive a medal for their good Samaritanism. And if they don't receive the accolades, they are suddenly an unacknowledged victim of those they have helped. It's a sick, twisted, real, and perhaps a lot more common than one might realize. Another example, authentic helpers and caretakers who are authentically and inclined to do this from their hearts, yet again are missing the mark because they literally don't have time to take care of themselves, right? Don't have time in quotes. This is actually the same root as the previous example, but less obvious. And lastly, the ones who are willing to give everything for a cause they believe in, but literally are killing themselves in the process, left with nothing to give, and the whole mission collapses. If only they had taken better care of themselves, perhaps the solution or the solutions would materialize. Okay, so we have to help ourselves first. And we can only help people that are helping themselves. We can't help anyone if we are, in fact, sacrificing ourselves in order to help them because we have nothing left. And so number four, if people don't want to help themselves, nobody can help them at all. And you aren't the problem in this case. So recognize that there is nothing you can or could have done to save a friend or an acquaintance from self-destruction or from any obstacle of any kind if they aren't willing to help themselves. Many of you who have lived with or been in relationship with an addict know this better than anyone. Addiction is venomous and prolific as a means of self-sabotage. Stay vigilant for yourself as to what even you might be addicted to that is diverting you away from helping yourself in some capacity. As humans navigate the dark matter of this Kali Yuga that we call home, this is the type of self-awareness needed to keep afloat and from getting caught in the mire of deeper samsara quicksand. It is virtuous to help others. Just keep this point in mind when you feel you have failed, especially when you have given a true A-plus for effort. Okay, so to reiterate, lived knowledge becomes understanding and eventually settles as wisdom earned. Share and help from this place if you really want to be of service. And if there's no gas left in the tank, there is no offering that can be made. No mission, cause, or relationship is worth a slow suicide mission of self-sacrifice that leaves you powerless, penniless, or useless. Be aware. 
Different forms of this can show up in tricky circumstances as well. For example, motherhood, in partnership, at work, or even when self-employed, and truly anything that takes more than you receive. How did giving without receiving become such an epidemic? And a shout out to others who have a hard time asking for help. I'm raising my hand, although I've been working on this. Otherwise, I've been working on my pride through time. It's been a big process of learning how to ask for help, learning how to expose vulnerability, right? Which is a big part of this. So let's imagine for a moment a world in which we help each other, meaning we're up for and have already helped ourselves to the extent that we are able. What would this really feel like? How do you feel inside this vision? Created today by assessing your level of sacrifice. Reel in your resources, fill yourself up, and then give big. In this way, you can be of service in a way that is actually unimaginable. I'm so with you in this, and I'm enthusiastic for this possibility in my life and for yours as well. Thank you so much, and all my best to you, and please receive the peace of my heart that lives inside these words.